The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Joining me for an emergency podcast, Frank Wright got fired by the Carolina Panthers. John Breach. Breach. I had my Panthers beanie or toboggan or whatever you're going to call it I was going to wear, but it's warm enough in my house, so I don't think I need to do that. Instead, I thought I'd wear a hoodie from Super Bowl 50, which is the last time the Panthers were relevant. Um. Frank Wright fired, and uh, I don't think it's a shock that he's fired. I think it's probably a little surprising that he's fired now. The spin here is that you got to find out what you got in Bryce Young. But to me, the the real story is that the Carolina Panthers have a David Tepper problem, who's now fired three coaches midseason since he bought the team in 2018. Uh, he issued a statement saying, I met with Frank Coach Reich this morning and informed him that he will not continue as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I want to thank Frank for his dedication and service, and we wish him well. Effective immediately, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will serve as our interim head coach. Senior assistant Jim Caldwell will be a special advisor to offensive coordinator Thomas Brown, who will take over play-calling duties. David Tepper. Breach. Panthers aren't in good shape. They're 1-10. They don't even have their first-round pick. The Panthers are a disaster. To be honest, Brinson, we probably could have pre-recorded this podcast three weeks ago because it felt like this thing has been on edge for over a month now. It seems like Tepper and Reich were never on the same page, and this was the inevitable. This was going to how it was going to end, whether it was in November, whether it was at the end of the season. It seemed like this house of cards was going to fall and end with uh, Frank Reich being fired, and Look, if you're Tepper, I absolutely understand the frustration. You're sitting there uh, for the past, what? this The whole entire month of November, the Carolina Panthers did not score more than 14 points. They didn't yeah. even hit the 14-point oh, mark for an entire month. Imagine the NFL team not scoring 14 points for an entire month. Uh, I mean, and the, so, Patri- the Patriots do it. I don't think the Patriots did it either, but. 
I digress. But uh, yeah, and Belichick's probably not going to have a job at the end of the month because that's what happens. Um, So I think you just have Tepper sitting back there getting frustrated. And the Patriots scored 17 uh, in November, which is more than the the Panthers scored. Um, So, yeah, so I just think that you have an owner who is super rich, used to getting what he wants, used to making smart investments and seeing them pay off immediately. And this one blew up in his face. And Brinson, I mean, you're the, the Panthers expert here, so... I'll defer to you, but I feel like the reason this thing felt like it was going to blow up just all goes back to the draft with the Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. They weren't on the same page, and from there, it's just been downhill, and this breakup was going to happen. All right, so um, I want to take a step back and look at just sort of the Panthers, the the larger sort of situation with the Panthers. Um, in 2018, David Tepper bought him, bought the Carolina Panthers. Ron Rivera was the coach. Marty Herney was the GM. Cam Newton was the quarterback. Now, that trio had been in Carolina for a long time, probably run its course. I think everybody thought that Ron was sort of on his last legs anyway. So it wasn't shocking for him to fire Ron Rivera. He did it midseason and also, um, you know, got, uh, you know, you know, moved on from Cam and rather – you know, awkward fashion the following off season when he, when he hired Matt rule, made a big deal out of hiring Matt rule, flew a helicopter, like flew a private jet to bail to, to Texas, Waco, Texas, like wind him and dined him with Herney. Uh, eventually would move on from Herney, brought in Scott Fitterer as the GM. He's currently the GM fired Matt rule. who signed to a huge contract two and a half seasons into his tenure. Now he'd done this after sort of forcing his hand and trading for Sam Darnold. You force a trade for Baker Mayfield, which ended up being that expensive. Um, you force the GM to trade up and trade for Matt to trade and go draft Matt Corral in the third round, by all accounts. And then you basically force the entire franchise to trade up and grab Bryce Young, who you believe is like David Tepper is orchestrating all of this. It feels like the Browns 2.0 with Jimmy Haslam, where this guy who is a former Steelers minority owner, you're like, oh, he's moved the Steelers. They are the most patient franchise in like sports. They've had three coaches since the Super Bowl era, since the merger in 1970. Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, and, and Mike Tomlin. David Tepper's had that many since he took over. And so it's like, all right, you come for the Steelers. You're going to come in. You're going to be patient. You're going to be smart. You're going to let football people do football things. And you're going to keep your hands off. You're going to do the business stuff. David Tepper has done none of that. He's been his, his fingerprints all, all over everything. And Joe Person, our friend of the podcast of The Athletic, who covers the Panthers, tweeted out on Sunday night after Car- or Sunday afternoon after Carolina lost to the Titans, 17-10, to 10, in just humiliating fashion, um, that David Tepper was seen leaving the locker room just screaming F, like one F-bomb. He's like, bleep! Like, just F! Screaming and walking away. It's like, this is... Like, he he can't... Ha- and look, they're 1-10. They're the worst team in football by a wide margin. They are uh, impossible to watch. The only times that they've scored more than uh, 17 points this entire season, they scored 17 against the Saints in week two. That was a backdoor touchdown to cut, like backdoor cover touchdown that was meaningless on Monday night at home. They scored 27 against the Seahawks when Andrew Gregory Dalton started the game and played, and most of that was garbage time. They scored 24 against the Lions in a 42-24 loss. And they scored 21 against the Dolphins in a 42-21 loss. Like they are the they're the worst offensive football. I mean, and, and like Tommy DeVito starting games and the Patriots exist. It's 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 like there's all kinds of issues with it. And I mean, I get that this team is bad. I get that Matt Rule's teams were terrible. I get that Ron Rivera's at the end of his run, but like 
at some point, I think it just becomes this is clearly a David David Tepper problem for the Panthers, and it's not going to get better anytime soon, regardless of who they hire next. Yeah, and I think another thing with Tepper is that he wants immediate gratification. So when he hires someone, he wants to be competitive right away. I think that's why he traded up to number two or number one overall. That's why you're trying to – you're like, all right, well, we didn't have – usually when you have the worst pick or the first pick in the draft, you're a very bad team. A quarterback's not necessarily going to help you, but the Panthers weren't the worst team. They traded up from the middle of the draft to get to the first pick, and I think Tepper thought, all right, this is going to put us – over the edge, we've got a quarterback. We've got Frank Reich. We're not in a great division. There is no reason we can't be competitive. And again, it is like the Houston Texans are the opposite of the Panthers, where they brought a new coach, they drafted a new quarterback, and now that team's competing for a playoff spot in their first year, whereas the Panthers are kind of toiling away. And you kind of look at Frank Reich. He was brought in because he's an offensive coach. And we mentioned the points thing, how the the, the Panthers haven't even scored 14 points in the month of November. Well, you also look at what Bryce Young has done. He's averaging 5.4 yards per attempt. That is the lowest in the NFL. To put that in perspective, Brock Purdy is averaging more than nine yards per attempt. He is almost double. Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft, is averaging almost twice as many yards per throw as Bryce Young, the number one overall pick in the draft. You have the Panthers averaging under 190 pass yards per game. They rank uh, 30th in the NFL in that. Passer rating that's under 75, that ranks 30th in the NFL. These numbers are just so bad that it's, who do you pin it on? Is it Frank Reich's fault? Is it Bryce Young's fault? Well, it doesn't matter now because Frank Reich, as Chris Carter would say, is the fall guy here. And now you bring in a new coach. And if he can't fix Bryce Young, that's when you have this problem. So if the next coach next year can't make Bryce Young successful, that's when Tepper's going to have to look in the mirror and be like, oh, maybe I messed this one up. The Panthers could conceivably still end up not getting the number one overall pick because the Patriots, the Cardinals are two and 10. The Patriots are two and nine. Chicago, three and eight. Um, The Panthers would be giving the, regardless, they're going to be giving their first round pick to the Chicago Bears for that trade. And it's like right now, that trade is tracking, by the way, to be Bryce Young in exchange for the number one overall pick in 2024, which ostensibly will be Caleb Williams, maybe Drake May, it's quarterback, Jalen Carter, who's been awesome with the Eagles, who's taken ninth overall, which is where the Panthers picked, um, DJ Moore, and two second-round picks. It, it's, it, it's looking right now like one of the worst trades in NFL draft history. And it would it requires like Bryce Young to become a franchise quarterback to justify it and and Caleb Williams to be terrible. And even then it might still be like not not a great trade. Um I think the instant gratification thing is is the real problem here, Breach. It's it is really hard to turn around an NFL football team immediately. You can do it if you have the pieces in place and, and you hit on the quarterback. CJ Stroud and the Texans are a great example. They brought in a good coach. They have a GM who's aligned with that coach's thinking. They drafted CJ Stroud, who, I mean, they got, I guess they got lucky there. I think Bryce Young would be better in Houston. Uh, I think it's offensive line. The weapons are bad. I think there's a really good chance Scott Fitterer is going to be gone after this offseason, too, or after this season, too. The GM, the general manager there in Carolina. It would be surprising if he sticks around. I think David Tepper's going to clean house and blow it all up once again and bring in a new GM and a new a new head coach. And you'll be curious to see whether or not that GM and that head coach are like how they're aligned, how you know who's how much power the GM has. Ben jo- we'll talk about some candidates in a second, but like 
who's who wants this job? It's not a good job right now unless you think unless you think you can fix the offensive line immediately and that you believe Bryce Young's a guy. Yeah, and that's I mean that's it. That's the, the Bryce Young thing is the one cuz you have to come in and you have to say, "All right, I am going to turn Bryce Young into a superstar. I'm going to make the Panthers a playoff contender and we are going to win games." That's the speech you have to give David Tepper cuz that's what he wants to hear is that you're going to win right away. And I don't know who, I mean, someone's going to take the job because it's an NFL head coaching job and you get a five-year or four-year guaranteed contract depending on uh, what your agent can get you. So, yeah, someone is obviously going to take this job even if it's going to be tough to succeed. And, and, you know, real quick on Frank Reich, it is crazy what his career arc has been now. I mean, this is a guy who was the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl-winning Eagles, gets hired by the Colts, Get stuck with Andrew Luck retiring, and now here we are. And he has been fired twice in less than thirteen months. I mean, that is absolutely mind-boggling. He's a, I mean, one- he's a he's a third-round pick who, like, out of Maryland in the nineteen eighty-five NFL draft. Like, he, I mean, he has he he won two Super Bowls technically uh, as a coaching intern and then as the offensive coordinator. He was a really well. He was a like coach of the year. Right? What did he coach the year? Am I crazy? No. And Prince, he was he was the uh the key backup for the Bills during uh Yeah. He, for a he long run. Yeah. I mean he, yeah, like he was he was a really good NFL quarterback and he was a really well respected NFL coach, and now he's and what has been fired for Jeff Saturday and Chris Tabor. I, I mean it's not good, so it's tough on him. Who knows where he goes from here? And, and now the thing is, when we write these stories going forward about like shortest NFL coaching tenures, you yeah. look back to last year and who was the laughing stock in the NFL, Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos. Frank Reich didn't even last as long as Nathaniel Hackett. And then you Frank go Reich. back two years. Yeah. Frank and you Reich go to did. Urban Meyer. I, I saw and, this that Frank Reich's 11 game. This is Albert Breer. 11 game run in Carolina was the shortest tenure for an NFL co- head coach in 45 years. The 11 games, is even Urban Meyer made it 13. The last time the plug was pulled this quick, Pete McCauley only made it nine games as the Niners coach in 1978, was replaced by Bill Walsh. Guessing that, that David Tepper's not getting is Bill Walsh, but we'll see. Hey, maybe. Uh, maybe he read that stat and thought, all right, Bill Walsh is out there. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Well, do you think that this – all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk about who's the next head coach and how much – head coaching candidates for the Panthers and how much – Bryce Young matters with that and what happens with Bryce Young. Next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG 13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. All right. David Tepper fired Frank Wright. Frank Reich out as the Panthers head coach. Chris Tabor taking over the special teams coordinator as head coach. This was the interim head coach, the sixth head coach since, including interims, since David Tepper took over. Um, Breach, I'm curious. So I think the Bryce Young and the the, the head coaching candidates kind of go hand in hand here. Like, what what candidates can you see 
being viable here with Carolina because he's got a David Tepper's got a ton of money. He's been turned down by several big name head coaches for the jobs before because they understand that he is, in fact, quite impetuous and and, and willing to to make moves quickly. But like, if you if you're a if you're a head coach who believes in Bryce Young and David Tepper will give you enough control and enough money, then it's maybe not that bad a job. I don't know. Yeah, you know, here's the thing with David Tepper is that I could see him going one of two ways. And number one is he's David Tepper. He has a ton of money. Hey, why don't I make a gigantic splash and just get out a blank check? And I think when you think of big splashes, it would be calling Jim Harbaugh at Michigan and trying to convince him to go to Carolina. I don't know if that would work, but that seems like Tepper seems like kind of the Mark Davis personality type in the sense where, the more money I spend, the bigger name I bring in, I'm that will help me win more. So, uh, and you know, Jim Harbaugh did spend one NFL season with the Panthers, so he has been in Charlotte before. Uh, but then I think the more realistic thing is you look at an offensive coach. You know, you just mentioned it's going to be getting Bryce Young right, getting a better offense in there, an offense that works with Bryce Young, and so. I think we know the obvious ones, probably Ben Johnson with the Lions. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions call him. Uh, Brian Johnson, so the Johnson and Johnsons. Brian Johnson, <laughs> the offense coordinator for the Eagles. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers, Panthers end up reaching out to him. Uh, one other guy who was obviously I'm a big fan of is Frank Smith, the offense coordinator for the Dolphins, Miami of Ohio graduate. Uh, got my Miami shout-out in before Brinson got his NC State shout-out in. Uh, but yeah, you look at what Miami's been doing and he, they've kind of revolutionized what offenses are doing down there. And we've seen teams already copycatting them this year. And so I, I think Frank Smith is someone else who could get a phone call. Sorry, my mouth is so dry. And so to me, uh, those feel like the three <laughs> top, I didn't expect to, to wake up, eat my breakfast, devote me on and get on the podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I yeah, feel like you had, your, be, you had your breakfast of peanut butter mixed oatmeal, like peanut butter <laughs> mixed oatmeal with salt. So my mouth is just can't open it right now. I would throw on, um, I think I'll go, I think David Tepper will try and make a big splash. I really do. Um, now this first one is these, these first two that I'm going to throw out there. Now, this is spicy. Producer Harry points out Bill Belichick. So I'm going to give like three like names. That I just don't, I'll include Belichick as one too. I, I, three names that I don't think will work. One, Belichick. You could trade for him. You don't have a first round pick, but you could give up your second round pick, which is basically a first round pick. Trade for Belichick. Give him total control. You got Bryce Young there. I don't think Belichick will want to work for David Tepper. I think he's the opposite of an owner of a, uh, of, of a, of like a Bob Kraft. And, We've talked. Wilson is like down on Belichick getting a like ever getting a job in the NFL again, which I think is hilarious. But you and I have been pretty adamant that we think he could end up, you know, whether it's the Chargers or the Commanders. Um, Chargers with the quarterback situation, the division is tough. But like, yeah, I, I think you can make a case if you like Bryce Young as a quarterback and you believe that the Panthers have enough on the offensive line that you could fix it and enough on the defense where you could be competitive in a bad division that maybe you think you go there and win if, 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 if you don't have, you know, if, if there's not a ton of interest from, you know, LA or Washington or whatever it is, but I think there's a good chance both those coaches are fired as well. Um, Jim Harbaugh, he's, been, you know, he's been suspended twice by the NCAA this season. 
I can't imagine he's enjoying that. Michigan now in the Big Ten championship game, likely to pound Iowa. They're like, we're going to be 20 plus point favorites, which means they'll go to the playoff. Maybe Harbaugh wins a title at Michigan and decides he's going to walk off. Um, you know, it would be sort of a similar former NFL quarterback type head coach. Uh, Harbaugh would need a ton of control, would be a big splash, would be a terrible fit with David Tepper, I think. Um, would eventually end up fighting and like probably publicly. Uh, but I mean, Harbaugh, look, that would be a big splash. And if he's looking to get out of Michigan, get out of college sports because of like all this crap he's had to deal with, maybe he's willing to do it with, with Carolina. Of course, he wins a title at Michigan. Maybe he wants to stick around. I think that um, Dabo Sweeney is a name I'll throw out too. Would be a huge splash. He's you know, he's in a, a little bit of heat in Clemson. He's been complaining about the the the, the sort of the fans and and their they're like their their lack of interest in you know they're, they're, they're like oh I can't believe we like didn't win ten games in the title this year. He's been complaining about it. I think there's a chance that you could go make a move for Dabo and give him a ton of control and a ton of money and he'd make the jump. But again, David Tepper's already done the college coach thing with Matt Rule, so maybe he wouldn't want to do that. I don't know if Dabo wants to coach in the NFL, so I don't know if that would work. But just throwing it out there, um, Bill O'Brien is another name I think you have to include as well. Uh, the Patriots' offense is terrible, but Bill O'Brien worked with uh, uh, Bryce Young in college, and so maybe that could be a fit. I, I don't think there's a t- Bill O'Brien also pretty good at grabbing power. I could see him and David Tepper being buddies, um, but there's you know. Ben Johnson definitely, uh, yeah, is like the the top the name that comes to mind at the top. He was he was flirted with the job before last year. Uh, I think you have one. You have to like Bryce Young, and you better commit to telling David Tepper that you can fix Bryce Young and all the problems that he had this year. And like, good luck with you know, good luck with um with that. If you're you know, good good luck with that. If you think you're going to just do better than David than, than Frank Wright did with the personnel that they have, like with the offensive line they have and the lack of weapons they have, I just don't know that it's like a guarantee. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely not a guarantee. And so the other interesting thing about Harbaugh too is that remember when he got hired by the 49ers, he did not have any NFL coaching experience, head coaching experience. He he took over for a bad 49ers team. They had almost zero expectations during his first year in 2011, and he took them to the NFC title game. And then he took him for the NFC title game for three straight years before getting run out of town uh, by the front office. So uh, that definitely is interesting. I think if the Panthers, I think we both agreed they'd probably go with an offensive coach, but if they do look defensively, maybe Tepper says, you know what? I tried the Frank Reich thing. It didn't work, although he did have Ron Rivera, so he does know what it's like to have. But he's never hired a defensive coach. Right. So maybe, well, maybe I, guess, I guess Matt Rule Matt Rule is technically a defensive coach, I think, but he's like hired like a D or is he offensive? I think Matt Rule falls under the umbrella of you like pull general. from college, which you already mentioned about why he might yeah. not hire Dabo Sweeney because he doesn't want to go back to the college route. Because there's a completely different element between coaching college and coaching totally. in the NFL. You are working nonstop. I mean, NFL coaches work nonstop, but there's no downtime for a college coach because when you're not coaching, you're recruiting. When you're not recruiting, you're glad handing alumni. And when you're not doing that, it's already time for spring football. It's just it's nonstop. I, I don't think that I don't think that Dabo. See, I think I think Harbaugh and Dabo fall under different uh, categories too, because Harbaugh is coach at the NFL, like coach in the yes, NFL. Yeah, if they have NFL coaching experience, that's different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Dabo, like I don't know that his shtick would work in in the NFL. Uh, he's just he is very close in terms of proximity. If he wants out of Clemson, maybe maybe he would be willing to like float his name. I, just a thought. 
So the only th- two defensive names I'll throw out, Dan Quinn obviously has been having tremendous success, knows the division inside and out. Having the, the, been, defensive, the defensive Frank Reich, like, I mean. I mean, is he? Well, I, he, I said, he, I said, he, I said, I said Super Bowl team. Come on. I mean, like, put some respect yeah, I mean, on the man's name. No, no, I'm not ripping. I think Frank, I think Frank Reich. You just compare him to a coach that's been fired twice in 13 months, Princeton. I think Frank Reich's a good coach. Um, I think that I think Dan Quinn's a really good coach. I, I think Dan Quinn makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying, like last year about this, uh, last year when they fired Matt Rule, I said that they were going to go take a wild swing at Sean Payton with, and probably Jim Harbaugh, whiff completely, and then end up hiring Frank Reich or Dan Quinn because they're sort of like you know established coaches, different sides of the football. You trust them. Uh, you feel like the floor is really high. Obviously, that wasn't the case with Frank Wright this year. Um, but yeah, Dan Quinn, and then I don't know who the second one you were going to throw out was, but I would throw out Mike McDonald, too, the Ravens defensive coordinator. Yeah, Mike McDonald, Brian Flores. Oh, Brian Flores makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Brian Flores, the total polar opposite of... of, of uh, it, it would fit my ex-girlfriend theory that you go and get uh, Brian Flores, the total polar opposite of Frank Wright. Uh, and another offense corner name we didn't name, uh, Eric Bieniemy. Could you know he's always tossed in there, but you have a former NFL player who has done okay in Washington. I mean, you know, you're the Sam Howell, you're the president of the Sam Howell fan club. So if you think Bieniemy has turned him around up, that Tepper would say, huh, maybe he can do the same thing. With I, I don't know. Like I don't know. Young. I don't know. I don't know. You want to hire the guy who's engineered like the most sack season in NFL history to come in and uh, and to run the Bryce Young offense. But I I agree that you could throw him out there if you feel like that offense has been okay enough. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he would get the job. I think we probably touched on yeah. candidates have the best shot. But you know what? Tepper could do anything. Maybe he calls. Yeah. Anything. It, you just never Jimbo know. Fisher. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Fired by Texas A&M, maybe you bring in Jimbo Fisher. Maybe you go hire Dave Doran from NC State. NC State, do we mention NC State beat Carolina? Uh, all right. One month from now, Will Brinson could be the Panthers' next head coach. I don't. I I, I think when David Tepper reads the article that I'm writing about him for CBSSports.com, <laughs> that he is unlikely to hire me in any capacity. He's going to have his secretary call you to refute every point you make. Then you guys are going to have a friendly chat. And he's like, you know what, Will? Why don't you coach Carolina? Yeah. Um, then, sounds so great. Brinson's on the podcast yeah. in January. That's why. I mean, look, if um, I think I think I would say this for Panthers fans, and I, I'm te- I mean, obviously I live in North Carolina. I've got a bunch of friends texting me. Uh, if you're a Panthers fan, I think there's a very good case to be made that you you, get, you better be patient. It's going to get worse before it gets better. This reminds me a lot of the Cleveland Browns early on in Jimmy Haslam's tenure, and I think that David Tepper's more aggressive, much richer somehow. And um, willing to meddle even more somehow, like John. I mean, Jimmy Haslam let a homeless guy convince him to draft Johnny Manziel, and he makes David Tepper or David Tepper makes him look like like Art Rooney too. Like it's crazy. Um, I also think that there's a really really good case to be made that there is no NFL team in worse shape for the long for the short and long term than the Carolina Panthers. Maybe the Patriots, because you're stuck with the, like, you're quote-unquote stuck with Belichick and you've got Mac Jones. But, I mean, Carolina has just fired its third coach in four years. They have, you have to go with Bryce Young. You have no first-round pick to help him out on the offensive line or to draft Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, who looks like a superstar. You have a second-round pick. Maybe you can get somebody there. But you have an owner who refuses to look in the mirror still. 
And I think that this is going to, there's no one, there's no one to put him in check. But at least had like, at least has him was in Cleveland where like people screamed at him so much because they love the Browns. Like Carolina has got a good fan. You know, the Panthers have good fans, but the, the, like the sort of the attention paid to it from a metropolitan standpoint in football is just vastly different. I, I, I can you name a team in worse shape than the Panthers? Um, I think you just named a lot of good reasons why Carolina like, is like, you'd rather be the Cardinals. The Cardinals have two first round picks. You'd rather be the Bears. The Bears have two high first round picks. You'd rather be the Patriots. I guess. Patriots might be in worse shape, but the Patriots at least have six Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean, there's nothing. When you look at the future, when you look in your crystal ball and you're a Panthers fan, you're thinking, "Hmm, when can we be competitive again?" The answer doesn't seem like it's anytime soon, and that's what right. you never because the NFL is built on parity, where every team has a shot to win it all every year, and it does not seem like the Panthers. Uh, are, it's not a conversation the Panthers are going to be in for the next at least two years. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just looking at Washington. I mean, at least you got new ownership. You're like Dan Snyder's out. We got new ownership. Like we got some time to figure out if this guy can turn it around. Uh, the Jets have Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. Tampa Bay won a Super Bowl in 2020 with Tom Brady, and you know they're you know they're four and seven, but they're at least competitive in the division. Uh, the Giants, I maybe you signed Danny Dimes well, a big contract, but you can get out of it after one year. And the thing is, you look at the teams that had no hope over the past few years. You know, last year the Texans. The worst record in the AFC. Now they're yeah. doing well because they got the quarterback and then they drafted Will Anderson, but they had that first round pick that you were just talking about that the Panthers don't have. A few years ago, it was the Bengals. They got their quarterback, Joe Burrow. That changed everything. But the Panthers, like you said, do not have a first round pick and they already have a quarterback and you don't know if he's any good. So those two things are just killing your chances to build a better team in the future. Yep. Uh, Going to be really awkward. They give away that first round pick. And it's Caleb Williams or Drake May, and that, that person is really good for the Chicago Bears or the Bears traded for Hugh Tall. Either way, uh, the Panthers have fired Frank Wright. Time is a flat circle. David Tepper fired somebody else. Good luck to the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. You are going to be inheriting quite the mess. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, I'm Brinson. Make sure to tune in uh, for the rest of the week at Monday Early Odds Show at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, plus a power ranking show on Tuesday. Content all week long. See you guys.